everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well in the world today. For those of you who don't know, my main job, aside from being a mom of three and a lovely trophy wife, just kidding, <laughs> but as a housewife who runs a household and does most of the stay-at-home mom type of things, I also manage all of our real estate investments. So me and my husband have been investing in real estate since 2014. And since then we have accumulated quite a number of properties and I manage them all. We have a few local long-term rentals and then we also have eight short-term rentals that are nowhere near us. We have five properties on the island of Maui in Hawaii and we have three properties in Florida, two in the Fort Walton Beach, Destin area and one new one that we just closed on in October. October in Kissimmee, which is right outside of Orlando, so close to Disney and Universal, those theme parks. Anyway, I manage them all. I manage them all from our home in Colorado. So that's a big part of my day-to-day is managing guests and making sure that everything's set up for check-ins when things go wrong or things need to be replaced, communicating with our cleaning team, our handymen, and managing everything from the ground here. And it's not the job I'm most passionate about, I would say. I do it because it helps us out as a family. It is our second business, second to my husband's business that he started. But anyway, it's, it's a job for me, right? And the thing is, what I really like to do is I like speaking on this podcast. I like writing. I like working on my book. And I love helping people. And that's something I'm working on doing and transitioning out of managing the properties and getting to the point where I can pay somebody else to manage them for me. So one thing I want to talk about is allowing yourself to let your wants and needs be heard and acknowledging the things that you want to do in your life and really asking yourself those questions like, am I doing things because it's what people are expecting of me or is this something that I'm doing because I want to do them? And I feel there's a fine line because obviously we have bills that need to be paid and we all have to have jobs and sometimes the work we do may not be super fulfilling or something that we love doing. But I feel like no matter what job you do, there's always going to be parts of it that are going to be hard or challenging or that may not be your favorite thing to do. That's a part of any job you do. But I do think it's also important to pay attention to things that you're passionate about. And I don't think it's silly to have dreams and ambitions to find a job that can pay you for doing work that you love, that is fulfilling, that is something you're passionate about. I don't think that there's anything wrong with pursuing a job or a business that can provide those things for you. So never stop trying to accomplish and achieve that. But what I was getting at is, you know, sometimes I share that we own these properties and I fear sometimes sharing it because I don't want it to come off as a brag post. Most of the time I'm sharing our our booking link because obviously we want bookings because that's how we make money is when people rent out our properties. But possessions don't mean shit, okay? It doesn't matter what you accumulate. You can't take it with you when you go. Accumulations do not determine your success. And we live in this culture that is all about our titles, what we have, and accumulations, and it's all materialistic. And the truth of it is none of that shit matters. Like there's so many people that drive themselves into debt that 
put on this facade of being successful when really they're just racking up, you know, credit card debt or really they don't have what they're portraying they do, you know? And it's all ego-based, right? And it brings me back to this whole part of being authentic and really being who we want to be because it's something we want and not what other people want for us. Actually, my aunt shared this amazing quote because it reminded her of me and I thought, yes, spot on. This is exactly what I touch on in a lot of these podcasts and in my posts and things like that. But the quote she shared with me was, it's not hard to be who you are. What's hard is trying to stop being who you think others want you to be. And that just hits the nail on the head. So perfectly said, because that's exactly it. The hardest thing is really to allow yourself to be true to yourself and allow yourself to not fit these molds of who you think other people want you to be. And that can be really hard because a lot of times the people that are influencing us are are placing these roles on us or expectations of who we should be are our parents. They can be our spouses. They can be our religious group. Like these are big things, right? Like big, hard people to really stand up to. And I know because I've had to do it and it's hard. Like you do risk a lot. And I do know people, one, I'm going to hopefully bring on the podcast soon about her transition of leaving her church. And in doing that, she may not ever talk to her mom again. That's a huge risk, right? But she knows deep down that being part of this group is not right for her. She has found that it doesn't fit right. She's in this cage, right? And she's trying to free herself to allow herself that freedom to break out of this mold that she's been fit into. And breaking free from that is going to come with risks. It's hard. And she's really at this crossroads of like, you know, how she's going to be able to move forward with staying true to herself. And and that's real. That's hard. And people are doing that every day. People are up against, you know, coming out with their sexuality to their family or within their um, church organizations because that's against those rules or whatever it is. Like people are afraid of losing their family connections by being the true versions of themselves, by being fully authentic, by standing up against what other people think you should be. And my job, my vision, my message is to help those feel empowered to know that even if you do these hard things and face these risks that are true and real and painful, that once you break through and get through the hard part, there are going to be other people in your life that will love you just as you are. And not only will you have people physically here that will be here to support you in the physical world, but you have a whole spiritual team in this whole other layer. You have this whole team of love and light that's here to help and support you and guide you through the transition, through that leveling up process where you can get to live this life as your truly authentic self, shining your light brightly, living joyously, and living free from these constructs of pretending and stressing yourself, trying to mold and fit yourself into these boxes that just aren't you. So again, I thought that was a beautiful quote that really talks a lot about my message. I feel like that is hard as fuck, right? Like that is what it's all about. It's about going through those hard things, but staying true to your heart and your soul and your higher self. And sometimes we can start to blame other people or blame other factors for why we're caged, why we're still stuck in these 
roles we don't want to be in. And I think it's important to ask yourself, let's see, I think I got some of these ideas from Wayne Dyer's book, Excuses Be Gone. I'm pretty sure that's the book I got it from. I read all of his books and listen to all of his talks. It's from Wayne Dyer, so we'll just keep it there. He had a conversation about who you're blaming for the way your life is going. And I think this falls in line with that. Like what expectations, whose expectations are you living up to that is keeping you in this low vibrational state that's keeping you in this watered down version of yourself that's keeping you caged into who you really aren't? And he talked about, are you living your life trying to fulfill someone else's idea for you instead of fulfilling your own ideas for yourself? And that's an important question to ask yourself. Like, are you working hard at fulfilling somebody else's idea of who you should be? I know I did. I know I was working, trying to be this overachieving real estate agent and mom and trying to have dinners on the table every night and be like this um, person that just catered to my husband and my family and then also like work and make a good name for myself and my job and then I got the short end of the stick. I was miserable. I was not taking care of myself. I didn't want to be waiting on everybody else hand and foot. I had children that were fully capable of doing things for themselves, but I was still stuck in like that expectation that I was supposed to be doing everything for everybody. And I had to finally break free and say, um, excuse me, no, this isn't what I really would like to do. This is what I think I have to do. This is what I feel like you're expecting of me, but I'm not okay with it. This isn't what I want to do. I need more collaboration. I need like a family unit. I can't take on the responsibility and doing everything for everybody in this household. Like everybody needs to step the fuck up and each do their own part, right? Like I'm only one person. I shouldn't be trying to take on all this stuff. And it's ridiculous that I feel like there are still these expectations. I mean, you see it in the media and everything where like the mom or the main stay-at-home adult in the household is just supposed to take over and do all the things for everybody. And it's like, no. Everybody has their own responsibilities in the family unit, and everybody should be doing their part. It should be a collective thing, right? Anyway, the other thing I wanted to address going along with this is, are you listening to your calling? Are you listening to what your soul is telling you to do? Because for me, it was years of just knowing I, I knew I needed to teach people. I knew I had this need to help people. And so I'm, I'm still here working and trying to get this established so that I can finally follow my dreams through with getting workshops put together and a curriculum put together to actually help women go through a transformational process to where they can go through these hard things to be more authentic and to be able to live life for themselves. And it's not done in a selfish way. It's not about being selfish. It's about being loyal to yourself. It's about self-care. It's about being able to honor and respect yourself enough to set boundaries so that you can be taken care of so that you can thrive and live your life authentically and not just conforming all the time for everybody else, right? Like for everybody else's expectations. And following your heart, it's risky. There's going to be people who aren't going to like it. When I had to stand up to my husband and be like, hey, sorry, I'm not going to fully cater to you and take care of your every single need when you're a fully capable adult. He wasn't happy about that. I mean, come on. Would you be happy if you had somebody that was fully catering to you for everything? Like, yeah, that sucks. No one's going to like to have that taken away from them when they've been given this great gift for so long. It was a struggle and it was a change that was not easy, but we're better now. I mean, 
it took a lot of time and a lot more communication, but I feel like my husband respects me so much more now because I'm respecting myself and I'm setting boundaries and I'm saying like, no, you can do that. And here's the thing is I still love my husband. And so I still will show up and I will do things out of love for him and I will show him care and I will do things that yes, he could do for himself, but I will do it for him out of love instead of doing it out of this like unrealistic expectation. Does that make sense? Like there are ways to do things for people and give yourself in a loving way to do it out of love, but it's different than when you're doing it out of this obligation or needing to prove your worth or doing it because you feel like you have to because that's what's expected of you. What's different if it's an expectation versus if it's something that you're genuinely giving like a compassionate way of giving. There's a difference there. And I, I think it's an important difference because again, you feel like you want to give versus something that is an expectation or something that is coming from this lower energy place, if that makes sense. One thing to think about is like, when you think about who you are, are you thinking that who you are is what you do or what you have? Because if who you are is what you do and what you have, then when you aren't or you don't have it, then you're not, right? So if who you are is based on the house you live in or the car you drive, what happens if you lose your house or your car? Are you not yourself anymore? Or what happens if you place all of your value on your title? You know, like what happens if something changes and you're different, right? Like if I place all my value on being a real estate agent and now I'm not, does that mean I'm not me? Does that mean I don't have any value anymore? No, it doesn't. We are more than what we do. We are more than the possessions we have. And all of those things are ego-based. They're all these lower vibrational energy things that really don't matter again. Like they're things that don't really matter, okay? It's good to have dreams and like we all have bills to pay. We all have dreams and it's good to be secure financially. And I think that's something that everybody should strive for and being disciplined with their spending and making investments for the future. Like I think that's all needed. That's all, that's all good and well. Like that's all um, stuff that's needed living here in the physical world, right? I'm not trying to cast down on anybody who is out there being successful and achieving stuff. I mean, fuck, look at my husband. Like he has this business and he's a hustler. Like he is, he just goes after it and he keeps building and expanding his business. And, you know, he's the one that's always pushing for adding more investment properties to add to our portfolio. He's definitely somebody that is working for our future. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, like striving for goals or trying to accumulate stuff. I'm just saying accumulating stuff does not equal your worth. Like it is not what makes you worthy as a person, okay? Like you as a person are valuable and needed just the way you are. You don't have to accumulate stuff to prove your worth. You don't have to neglect yourself and give everything you have to everybody else to prove your worth. It's not about the possessions. It's not about the titles and the achievements you make. That does not make you valuable. It's good to have goals and to accomplish goals. That's great, but it's not based on what you're worth, right? Like I'm not better than the homeless guy down the street that's living under the bridge over by my house, okay? I don't think I'm better than that person. He is a human. He is struggling in his life. He's made choices in his life to get him where he is. That's him. But that does not make him less of a person than me, okay? Like, I'm not a higher person just because he lives under a bridge and I live in the house I live in, okay? That's the point I'm trying to get across, too, is there isn't this hierarchy of people based on what your title is or what your possessions are. We are all human. We all come from the same source. We are all connected. And 
The overall thing is I just want you to realize you are worthy and that you have every right to go after what you want in life. You have every right to be your true authentic self. And even though it's hard as fuck sometimes to take that risk to fully come out as yourself and break through the expectations that other people are placing on you, like it is so worth it. I honestly think that if I never got the courage to figure out like my power and figure out what I really wanted in my family environment and my home and my role, if I wasn't able to speak up and make changes, I probably would have left my husband. I swear I was so unhappy and so fed up, even though I loved him and had no desire to break up my family, I was miserable enough to want to walk away. And that's really sad to me now because I can see how much we've grown since then and how much we have left to grow and experience together as a family and as my relationship with my husband and like how that has grown and evolved and just gotten closer. And, you know, to think that I could have walked away and let that go because I couldn't speak up for myself and actually set boundaries and learn how to be my authentic self within my marriage and then have everything reflect back to me to help encourage my continued evolvement and growth and going after what I want and how I want my life to be. It's amazing. And I think other people can get there too. And I feel like I shouldn't just paint this like rainbow picture if you go through something hard. So let's say if you do go against what your parents want for you and they decide to disown you and not talk to you. I mean, that's a, that's a true risk and you might lose a relationship like that. And it's sad and it's painful, but you'll still find joy and you'll find those people that will fill in for your family on the other side of that, right? Like when you make it through the sadness and you can cut out the toxic relationships that might be your own parents, you'll be so much happier and at peace when you can truly be yourself. And again, then attract the right people, the people that will truly love you for who you are and be there to support you and be your family, even if it's not your blood family. You know, not all of us get so lucky to have blood family that is really there for us. Like I know lots of people who have had toxic parents and ways they've had to cut them out of their life because they've had to protect themselves. You have to. I think I kind of got lucky in a way with my mom passing when I was 22 because I never had to set boundaries when I had kids or as an adult, like having to cut her off. She kind of did it for me by making choices that ended her life early. And I, I know it's sad and a little morbid for me to put it that way. But I mean, it's true. Like I do feel a, a little bit of gratitude that I didn't have to stand up to her and cut her off as an adult or an older adult, I guess you could say. I did have to set a boundary and not have her at my wedding because she was still alive when I got married to my husband and I had to ask her not to be there because I knew that having her there would have been toxic and it would have ruined my wedding. And, you know, she died six months after I got married. So I was worried that she might die at the wedding or overdose at the reception, like something. I just knew that there was going to be some kind of scene if she had been there. And so I had to say no. Again, the hard things are standing up for yourself and learning to set boundaries and standing up bravely as your truly authentic self and not conforming to fit other people's expectations of you. So really, that's the message of today. I'm just really encouraging you. If there is some part of your life that you are quieting yourself, you're playing small just for the sake of trying to fit other people's expectations of what you should be doing or who you should be or how you should be acting, like, fuck that. Okay, I'm here cheering you on, letting you know that you have 
every right to be yourself and to stand up and speak up and go after what you want and to have a life that you love. Like that is your God-given right to live a life full of joy and to be lit up and to be passionate. So even if you are stuck in a job that you don't really like and you're trying to figure out how to still get paid by doing something that you love, like figure it the fuck out. Google's amazing. YouTube's amazing. Like whatever you want to do, you know, start small. There's so many ways you can build stuff up from scratch. You literally just have to do the research and make that effort. There are ways to be resourceful and figure stuff out and build your way up and, you know, ride it out with the job maybe you're not so happy with, but at least the bills are still getting paid while you work on a side hustle or open a business or work on developing more certifications or learning more things that you need to do to apply for another job that you'd rather do. There's so many resources for you and you just have to have that belief in yourself and keeping yourself open so that opportunities will come into your sphere of awareness. You know, this is a good transition into manifesting stuff for your life and setting goals and law of attraction and manifesting things for your life. So next week, let's do an episode on manifestation and how you can really make things happen for your life and how it can actually come easier than you might think. And it really just comes down to keeping yourself open, knowing your worth and what you want, okay? Because when you start having that self-doubt and start thinking it's not in the cards for you, like you are you have that mindset of, oh, that could never happen or I'm just unlucky, like nothing ever works out. Like when you're in that headspace, like no, nothing's going to show up for you. You get what you think about whether you want it or not. So when you're constantly thinking about, oh, my life sucks and like, you know, things are going to show up for you in that way. Okay. So there's a way to attract positive energy. There is a way to attract abundance. There's a way to attract opportunities that are perfect for you. Okay. So let's talk about that next episode, all about manifestation. But right now I just want to empower you to be you stand up. I'm here rooting for you. Please check in with me. Let me know what's going on with you. What are you struggling with right now? What are you trying to overcome? What are you trying to stand up for yourself on? How are you trying to rise up and stop playing small on something? Let me know. Find me on my website at chelseavanbuskirk.com or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at chelsea.vanbuskirk and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.